Meditation happens more with your body than your mind. I sense that too often we treat meditation as a mental process or exercise when in fact it's much more visceral, much more physical than it is mental. So let's begin just with being aware of the body and having a very real connection to the sensations of the body. the emotions that may be present and their locations in the body. To take a moment to feel your limbs, your arms and legs, to feel your hands and feet. And when we practice with awareness of the body, we're practicing a style of sensing. You're sensing your experience, just as you use your senses to hear, see, taste, touch, smell. With the body, we use an inner sensing. Exploring, feeling, becoming aware of the inner landscape of the body. As we begin to connect with it, Certain colors can be sensed, certain textures can be sensed, places of contraction or tightness, places of openness, places where things are fluid, relaxed. So let's spend the first part of our meditation just being aware of the physical body. And you can do what you do to support that, whether it's breathing or remaining still and unmoving. To just become aware of your body in its present moment condition. This means that as you're becoming aware of your body, you're not judging what's going on. You're not uh, fighting with what's going on. You're not trying to fix what's going on. First, all you're doing is being aware of what's taking place in the physical body. And by relation, the emotional body, the energetic body. So be careful first just to observe, just to witness what takes place in your body. If you are carrying some emotion or some charge, emotion, feeling might be more present in one location. And in a sense, all we're doing as we become aware of the body is just letting everything be the way it is. If there's tension in the body, you just let that tension be there. If you sense an emotion present, you just let that emotion be there. Resist the temptation to meddle or interfere with your experience. 
Notice that when you are creating a mental relationship in your mind with another person or another place or another situation, past or future, that in that moment you're not relating to your body as it is in the moment anymore. So again and again, simply return to the awareness of your body. However many times that may need to happen, five, ten, a hundred, a thousand. When we set the intention or desire to stay connected to the body, we begin to see the contrast. We begin to see how much we live in the mental body or emotional one. That sometimes we have a very difficult time just being here to the physical body. So that's our practice. That's where we start. Being here where you are. You'll notice also as you encounter tension or resistance in your body that these places of tension or resistance are simply ways of not being fully here. We're rehashing something from the past or we're worrying about something that's coming in the future. We're not quite sure we know what we're doing or what we're supposed to be doing or if our experience is right. Let's say for the sake of meditation that what you're experiencing is right. Whatever that it may be. That it is exactly the ingredient you need to go to the next step to go to the next level. So we can also stop treating our experience as though it is off or a mistake or that it needs to be shifted or changed somehow. And we can begin to, in, to trust in the inherent, the intrinsic movement or unfolding of what is present within us. So be careful not to reject your experience in any way, especially if it feels uncomfortable or unwanted.
and to be able to sit here with some kind of heart. By heart, I don't mean being emotional. But to sit here with heart, to sit in silence with heart, to approach your body and your experience with heart. When we approach our experience with heart, something in us opens up. Something in us is receptive to what's taking place in the moment. Something in us is tender, sensitive, gentle with what's going on. But because it is tender and gentle, sensitive, it has also within it tremendous courage and strength. So when we say tender, sensitive, we do not mean weak. So this will be a practice of taking up residence in your heart. Feeling in your physical body the threads of courage, love, openness, receptivity, power, lightness, humor, joy. Now we're not trying to force those experiences. We're not trying to make those things happen. We're simply here being open, but with heart. When we sit here with heart and a difficult experience arises, it's brought in, it's embraced, it's looked at fearlessly. It's looked at without a story. So our connection to our body and our connection to heart is also going to generate a deeper and deeper sensitivity. Understand that sensitivity is not sentimentality. It's an increased sensitivity to the aliveness of your experience to the fullness of it, to the realness of it, to the depth of it.
Again, to be sensitive is not to be weak, but to be strong. If you are carrying any stones in your heart, now is the time to be free of them. Now is the time to dissolve them in your courage, your fearlessness, your tenderness. Now is the time to realize these things belong to the past. That you belong to the present. When we embody ourselves with heart, there's no guilt. There's no shame. There's no sense that you're not enough. Nor are you sitting here telling yourself you're enough. You're just enough. You're not enough because you're impenetrable or inconquerable or indomitable. You're enough because you're open. You're tender. You're sensitive and available to yourself and to this world. That's what it means to sit with heart. When you decide to take up residence in your heart, it is not a decision that frees you from pain. It's not a decision that guarantees that everyone will like you. It's not a situation that 
guarantees physical health. It's not a situation that is going to work out everything the way you want it to be. But it is a a way of being ready, a way of being open, a way of staying innocent and available. And up to the task of meeting life as it appears. That starts in this moment. That starts with your right here, right now experience. Will you meet yourself with heart? you take up residence in your heart, you will realize there's no lack in you, that you are not a creature of lack, that there is no deficiency in you, that there is no inadequacy in you. And you realize this not because of the story you have in your mind about yourself, but because when you look to yourself in the right here and right now, You can't discover any lack. You can't discover any inadequacy. If you look beyond where you are, into the past or into the future, you may be able to conjure up inadequacy. But right here and right now, you cannot. Notice that truth. It is possible that in this moment you can feel a feeling of inadequacy. But a feeling is just a feeling, not a truth. take up residence in the heart is to drop blame. The blame you have for the world, the blame you have for yourself.
It means that when you face something difficult in yourself, such as anger or grief or hidden pockets of selfishness, fear, that these are loved. These are courageously accepted within yourself. And when you take up residence in your heart, it's a way of declaring to yourself that you're done playing games, that you're done hiding, pretending, playing small, trying to prove that you're big. You're just here to be yourself, that's all. The spiritual warrior, the jihadist, goes to war with those forces inside oneself that seek to limit or snuff out the fullness of what he or she is. But this is not a war fought with violence. It's a war fought with heart. It's fought with courage. It's fought with strength. It's fought with openness, tenderness, receptivity. It's fought by being utterly and completely sensitive, compassionate. Every time we sit, it's war. Every time we sit, it is jihad. But it is not sitting in violence. It is not sitting in aggression or fear or lack or blame. It's not fighting ourselves and blaming ourselves and going against ourselves. It is to reside in the openness, preciousness, the fullness and richness of what you are. We'll take a few minutes and let that sink in.
In a short while, when you hear the sound of the bell, it will be an invitation to again open your eyes and move around. If something in you should say no, that you would rather remain with your eyes closed and still, then of course listen to that guidance. 